happened. We are. It's in, guys. We We're have in. been two young boys in LA for nearly a year. Nearly a year now, and finally they came knocking at our door. They were like, "Hey, well, we opened the door, and what was on? It was a little envelope. It was, yeah, with I a it. with a beautiful wax crescent of K A on like that couch logo. Mm-hmm. That's right. Our Brockhamptons came in the mail. We're in Brockhampton now. We live. Our, I you. I think you might be in a different program. I live in in the facility. Yeah, you're you're at the house. Yeah, yeah. You're at the. You live at the house now. Mm -hmm. I'm. They allowed me to keep my own apartment because I have a girlfriend and a dog. But yeah. I am expected to get there at eight and not leave until ten. I am now Brockhampton's cook. Yeah. Uh, I will be background dancing in the second half of every Brockhampton video. And you're still expected to produce at least three verses a day. Yeah, which is it's part of the contract. Yeah, it's fantastic. And also, I, I didn't know this about Brockhampton because it's not very obvious when you listen to their music, but mm -hmm. like, it's a very spiritual experience. They sat me down and they read me this book called Dianetics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, oh, oh, you know what? We totally <laughs> forgot. Um, uh, Mayama Roberto. <laughs> uh, and nosotros recordo un podcast. la policía. I forgot how to say record in Spanish. I remember looking it up just for this. Yeah, so I'm fully clear. I think that's I, your that's your name in the group too. I'm fully fully clear. clear. And I'm uh, uh, eggs in a basket. <laughs> One word. This is media majors. Uh, hey, if you're in Brockhampton, we hit us up. Yeah, like we love the 14 of you currently in the band. Yeah. Um, my name is Thomas Lockney. I'm Liam Senior. And every week we tell each other true stories about media from our preferred uh, fields of interest. I like video games and internet culture. Uh, me gusta la televisión. Me llamo Roberto. Sorry, I'm just really happy that a rap boy band has a running gag in all of their music videos. Yep. Uh, and every week we send those stories around a theme. Liam, what was the theme this week? Opportunity. Opportunists. I ah, know. okay. Both work. Christian cinema. Oh, I'm going first. Christian cinema. <laughs> Since God's Not Dead miraculously... Got it. I did. I, I got Miraculously it. made its way into theaters and into our hearts, it is a great bad movie that stars both Hercules, Kevin Sorbo, and Superman, Dean Cain, in a movie. There have been a, there's been like a movement of Christian films ranging from laughably terrible to just kind of boring and poorly made. We did, yeah, you did a whole you did a whole episode about Christian films. Yeah, a uh, I've weeks done ago. I've done episodes about specific Christian films. Mm -hmm. uh, I was gonna do a whole big Christian film episode, but that would basically boil down to, boy, these evangelicals don't know how to point a camera, and that's that's not a fun. That's yeah. just me roasting. That's what Twitter's for. Um, these films tend to be very right-wing centric, which gives a lot of opportunities to some of Hollywood's most notorious Republicans. Hollywood is a very liberal place. It's not necessarily a good thing, it's just necessarily the truth. Uh, there is, however, a list of the Hollywood Congress of Republicans, which is a list of actors and celebs who are conservative, registered members of the California Republican Party. I'm going to read the list, and it's gonna get depressing. Uh-huh. Scott Baio. Mm -hmm. Asshole Trumper, number mm -hmm. one on the list. Yeah. Stephen Baldwin, yeah. who is not the worst Baldwin. He's oh yeah, Adam the worst Baldwin, Baldwin is Adam, Adam Baldwin, Baldwin, who's not related to the Baldwin a, brothers. He's a fucking gamer gator. Yeah. Yes, he then then unfortunately I believe it's I think Daniel and then Stephen. Mm -hmm. Billy is great. Alec doesn't count because he's a fucking pig. <laughs> I hate him so much. Jerry Bruckheimer, 
Uh, Johnny Depp's best friend. Good boy. James Can. Adam Carolla. Fuck that. A fucking hack clown who's never said a funny thing in his life. <laughs> Stacy Dash, because. Yeah. Of we course. Don't know that. As if. Robert Duvall. Clint Eastwood. Whoa, we saw that coming. Remember when he made an entire uh, movie for himself just so he could say racial slurs? Yep. I don't like the Vietnamese, but I'll learn to like him in this movie. Hey, Clint. Why? <laughs> Arlie Ermy. Do you know Arlie Ermy? Uh, he was in Full Metal Jacket as the drill sergeant. Yes. Uh, he was a Republican. Believe it or not, the actual who was the guy who was an actual Army drill sergeant, but a Republican. Uh, this one hurt me the most. Sharon Michelle Geller. Hey, baby, I hear the news. A call in. Kelsey Grammer's Republican. Yep. Fraser hates gay rights. Uh, speaking of hating gay rights, Patricia Heaton. Oh yeah. Who I don't know. I like. We'll maybe we'll talk about very her one day. Vocal, but like, very one of the most bigot. vocal bigots in all of Hollywood. Hey, uh, you ready for this one? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Tell me that it's good that he's a Republican. He is internet. A Republican. I'll wait. He is a Republican. Donnie and Marie Osmond. <laughs> Even the microphone was upset I mean, the by microphone this. Couldn't handle it. Donnie, we'll talk about Donnie and Marie because that's like. Didn't I remember uh, a really, I remember a Pepsi commercial that seemed to make a joke that they had. Yes, it's a long running gag that although they are brothers and sisters, they're actually boning. I've is, also believed this. Is that? Is that? They're Mormon. True. No one knows. <laughs> we'll talk about it one All day. All right. David Lee Roth, the lead singer of Van Halen, okay. a band that kind of sucks. Um, this is going to shock everybody, but uh, California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, who ran as a Republican, is a member of the Republican Party. Wow, you don't say. Uh, Gene Simmons, who is actually the worst and yeah. who I hope dies in a house terrible, fire. Terrible, person. Gary Sinise. I don't know who that is. CSI New York. Oh. Yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Jean-Claude, <laughs> no! Oh, uh, he learned to kick so hard with his hate. John Voight. I, yeah. <laughs> Bruce Willis, no, Die Hard, why? Oh, no. And James Woods, <laughs> <laughs> who is Got a piece of shit. He sure July did. 4th. James Woods is a cocaine-using pedophile and a piece of shit. He's a yeah, that's right. Holy this is shit. fact. Fucking sue me, James Woods. Come at me, motherfucker. I'm oh, waiting. So Tim Allen and Vince Vaughn didn't make the cut, but go figure. Womp womp. Anyways, these are movie stars who vote red. Did they vote for Trump? Probably some of them. Eat the rich. Use their bones for broth. Anyways, with the resurgence of right-wing Christian cinema, a lot of these actors have gone from has-beens to has-beens in right-wing Christian cinema movies. Kelsey Grammer did a Christmas comedy, for example, where Chris Farley's brother played a Michael Moore parody. Ooh, they got us so good with that one. Yeah, Ooh, they roasted yeah, us. He's Everything like, I hold dear is in that man's body. It's so funny to see what uh, people, that people on the right have no conception of what the left actually is because they're like, well, you like Bill Maher. And, and it's Michael like, Moore. And it's like, we no, hate we both don't. of them. They're awful. <laughs> but today I will be talking about an upcoming RWC, right wing Christian movie starring John Voight and Stacey Dash. But first, let's meet the director. Meet Nicholas Mears Loeb, the son of John Langeloth Loeb Jr. And the era to both the Loeb family, who do Loeb, Rhodes, and Co., and the Lehman family, the Lehman Brothers Financial Service, he's the heir to two different uh, old family money businesses. Okay. So, so you know he's so super cool. This cycle repeats. Would it shock you to find out that this man, Nick Loeb, the heir to do dif two different fortunes, is a Republican? No. He's also a creep. He was engaged to modern family star Sofia Vergara, 
and then the engagement was called off and then in a New York Times interview he argued that he should get access to her eggs that she froze he because they were dating at the time he sued her for it what the fuck? and the judge in Louisiana dismissed the case one because he had to go back to his his partner and sleep at night like yeah. a human, but also because uh, he he was trying to sue her in New Orleans, and this was all based in California. So he was like, "What, what are you doing, doing bud?" <laughs> well, it turns out Nick is also making an anti-abortion movie called Roe v. Wade. Oh, God. Uh, but according to the Hollywood Reporter, it's not going so well. Mm -hmm. They had to shoot it under a fake title because most. Places don't want to sell their movie, their like lots to a movie about how abortion is bad okay. and how about the very law that is coming under fire in this administration yeah. was bad. Yeah. Uh, they have refused to disclose actors that are involved. We just know that John Voight and Stacey Dash are in it. All right. Uh, locations have kicked them out. Two stellar talents. I think my my favorite. <laughs> Performance. What's your favorite John Boyd performance? Either yeah. in Anaconda, where he's playing a Frenchman but not doing a French accent, or the Bratz movie, where he has a prosthetic nose that's unnecessary. I think my favorite John Boyd is uh, in National Treasure, when he just plays a stupid old man. It's pretty great. An electrician had told Loeb to go fuck himself before she quit. An that's actress good. begged for the role of Jane Roe, like Jane Roe in Roe vs. Wade. Yeah. Uh, and then she quit when she realized it was a pro-life scam. The original director of the project also uh, quit when she, a woman, learned what the movie was. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. The film lost a number of investors and was supposedly booted from Facebook, but Loeb claims that he has secret wow. notable investors. Booted from Facebook, even. And are trying to help him secure a January release date. Little bit of history. If a film comes out in January, it means they couldn't find a good place to put it and knew it was going to lose money. January is right after the holiday. It's when studios just pump their diarrhea into movie theaters. No good movies come out yeah, in January. Yeah, fuck you, it's January. Yeah. Loeb wants to make this movie because of his in, uh, his feud with Vargara informed him about, uh, about you know, men's reproductive rights. <laughs> rut row. Yeah, and he yikes. also wants to make a film because talking about Roe Ro v. Wade divides us and makes us uncomfortable. I think people get uncomfortable when he talks about how much he hates abortion. Yeah. According to the Daily Beast anonymous sources, there are several graphic scenes depicting aborted fetuses, even though they're trying to get a PG rating. Um, the script is apparently so insane that a whitewash synopsis is being offered to prospective cast and crew members. Wow. Because once they read the script, they tend to bail in mass. Uh, even staunchly anti-abortion Kevin Sorbo, who's how appeared in bad, tons of... How bad does this movie have to be? Like, Kevin Sorbo won't do it. Like, a Serbian film-level shit. Because, like, these people hate women so much that I don't... It's amazing that they care that they're so uncomfortable with the content of this film that they won't appear in it. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Sorbo, like, promoted an anti-abortion documentary and wouldn't do it. Oh, my God. Stephen Baldwin, who's a born-again Christian, who also launched an extreme sports ministry called ASSALT, Assault. Yikes. Uh, both of them wouldn't be in the movie. They were going to be Supreme Court justices, but they said no. And then there's also... <laughs> Supreme Court justice. There are also uh, some cameos, such as um, Tombly Lasagna, Tormid Litigate, uh... Oh, Tumi, oh, Tumi, Tommy, Tumi, Tommy Lithuania. Lauren. <laughs> Tommy Lauren. Sorry, uh, Tammy Longballs is in the movie as a Planned Parenthood volunteer. She's actually pro-choice in real life. And who's uh, who's uh, another? Well, 
from one of my favorite media majors episodes. It's That's Milo Yiannopoulos. Was set to play an Anglo-Jew from India. Oh my god. Great screenwriting, who's an abortion doctor that has an awkward habit of giggling at the end of every sentence. And in his scene, him and Loeb's character were going to perform 32 abortions in five hours. Which, like, is probably impossible. And an insult to the doctors who have to learn the painstaking, uh, uh, procedure. I couldn't remember. Surgery was the word I was looking yeah. for. Um, a bunch of bullshit people are in the movie, such as Stacey Dash, John Void, Robert Daffy, Corbin Burnson, John Snyder, Joey Lawrence, Richard Portnow, Joey Lawrence, Wade Williams, William Forsythe, Steve Gutenberg, Joey Lawrence, Damie Kennedy, and Joey Lawrence. I said Joey Lawrence four times for Josh, so that Josh could hear that our good friend Joey Lawrence from Blossom is now in this movie. Oh uh, to quote Joey Lawrence, whoa! That joke was only for Josh. Right. Shout out to you, buddy. So I don't even know where to start. Like, this is the end of my story, but, like, it's crazy that these people are going out of their way to make a movie that takes away the autonomy of women and uh, just shows that the right wing is not a party of actual family values. It's a party of um, white men. Of supremacy. Um, Tommy Lauren is pro-choice in real life. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, right wing movies are always going to be bad because the people who make them lack the one thing you need to make good art, which is empathy. So, yeah. Sorry. Uh, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna take a break. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. We'll break back. time. Do you find yourself unable to watch television? Who has the time? Well, luckily, we do. I'm Liam Senior. I'm Josh Phillips. We host a podcast where we watch old canceled TV for, for you. Musty TV every Thursday on the Major Cast Network. My father says we're crazy. My mother won't talk to me anymore. And we're back. A dinosaur story. All right, everybody. I'm very. I have very. I'm very sorry. Uh, I have some bad news for you. What's that? Uh, my story is is a bit of a bummer. Um. As well. It uh it it trades pretty heavily in like naked misogyny. So if that's gonna upset you, I would maybe not listen to this. Go back and listen to my story again. <laughs> I'll. How about this? Here's a no. Uh, here's some more fake Tommy Lauren names. <laughs> um. Arianet is a video game developer best known for the MMORPG video game series Guild Wars, currently in its second numbered entry. Guild Wars 2. Mm-hmm. One of its most popular public faces is a woman named Jessica Price, known for her work as a narrative designer as well as her Twitter presence. She will often tweet her thoughts on game dev writing and her experience as a woman in the field. Often, tweets in the latter category uh, will be... Uh, spurred on by or met by dumb dickhead dudes saying shitty things to or about her or other women in the industry. I, I want to make it very clear that this is not an infrequent aspect of her Twitter presence. It is normal to see her telling inexperienced, condescending, rando dudes off as she is perfectly uh, right to do. I also have a feeling that this is a perfectly normal uh, online experience for most women in yeah. the game in, in industry. And hey, you know what? Most women on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Don't fucking add women you don't know on Twitter, please. In fact, she engaged in this extremely regular practice on July 3rd when a small YouTuber tried to explain to her why she, a narrative designer on a universally acclaimed game with years and years of experience in the games industry, was wrong about narrative design in a video game and that he, a YouTuber, knew how to do her job better. Literally, literally, like, his fucking... He, so she was, like, doing a thread about, like, writing in games or whatever, and he responds to, like, the second one being, like, interesting thread, which, like, you first of all, like, clearly you have not read it. And two, like, he goes, one out of three, and it basically he's just like, what if 
hey, get this. What if you did like a branching choice dialogue system? And it was like, yeah, dog, I think she fucking knows what that is. Do Here's my sincere question. Do people just not want to learn things anymore? Uh, I, I don't think YouTubers want to learn anything. It should go without saying, but she did not ask for advice, criticism, or feedback on her thoughts. She was just thinking aloud, basically, and he decided to add her. And also, like, when, when people... Like, that's the other thing, is, like, game design is already an extremely inaccessible thing. Like, people don't know a lot about game design. And so when people in the field tweet about it, especially people who have, like, made it, as she has... Um, it's a big learning opportunity yeah, for a lot of people. Like, fucking everybody should just shut the fuck up and be happy that we learn anything about game design instead of these people being quiet because shit like this happens where they get bothered. <laughs> I mean, it's also it also just feels like... It feels like to me that no two games have the same game dev process. Well, they, I mean, like, that's the thing is, like, they do. They, like, design docs. Oh, no, no, like, no let, me, let me process, that. but I mean, like, sure, in a skeleton, but I feel like the insight you're going to get from one video game, while it might carry over, it's still also going to be unique insight for, like, how this particular video game was yeah, made. Yeah, and so many, and so there's so many different aspects to it. Like, what's what's the budget? Like, can we afford facial anim... Like, that's a, that's a big thing in indie is, like, indie can't really, like, afford facial animation that much. Um, like how big is our team size? How do we how do we delineate work? How do we like what do we prioritize? Because that's the other thing too is like there are deadlines, and if you can't make certain things by a deadline, you have to sacrifice other things, and like that means stuff like maybe your combat system isn't as precisely designed as it could be, um, but it, your frame rate is running smoothly. Like there are so many. Uh, you got to make sacrifices. <sighs> so she quote tweeted his first tweet saying. Uh, quote, today in being a female game dev. Allow me, a person who does not work with you, explain to you how to do your job. End quote. She also called him a rando asshat, which literally nobody can be offended by in good faith. If you are adding somebody on Twitter that you don't know, you, you are, are a rando, rando asshat. And if you're explaining their job to them like they don't know what they're talking you about, you are a rando asshat. Like, like a narrative designer on a fucking video game as though he added her as though she didn't know what a fucking like, choice system was in games. Unfucking believe Oh, you mean that super common thing that a lot of games have been doing lately? Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, what if you made your game? You could control it with a controller so that I don't have to do... Does that, do uh, listen, I got what a good about, idea. Let me, let me hit you with something, Shigeru Miyamoto. What if you put a jump button? <laughs> this, however, became the crux of several bad faith arguments made by people who clearly had an agenda in mind uh, who began to call out for her to be fired, mostly over the Guild Wars 2 subreddit. <laughs> This began to spiral as fake outrage was drummed up by the same type of people who go to the mat for bigotry in gaming. A lot. I went to the I went to the subreddit and read a lot of the comments on. Uh, uh, they they referred to it as like the incident, and there were man, there were a lot, a lot, a lot of people bringing up uh, GamerGate and also uh, uh, she was uh, total biscuit died recently, and he was a GamerGater. Um, he died of cancer at thirty three. And it was like a kind of big moment for a lot of people because they were like, yeah, like cancer is sad and also fuck that guy. These two things can be true. Yep. And even though those two things have nothing to do with her going, hey, this guy tried to explain my job to me. Uh, they were bringing this up constantly in the subreddit, almost like these people are fucking gamer gators and they have an agenda against a high profile outspoken woman in the gaming industry. 
well, Tom, the evidence just doesn't line up. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I was closing my eyes. Now that I'm opening them, I can see that the evidence does line up. I'm a bad lawyer. Yeah, it became... <laughs> Walk into the court, my eyes closed lawyer. every day. Haven't won a single case. It becomes... Wait, you can win cases? <laughs> it becomes increasingly clear that the outrage against Price is being made in bad faith, and one of her co-workers, Peter uh, a- a Freeze, stared, steps up for her on Twitter. Okay. Good job, Peter Freeze. Quote, because uh, uh, somebody, somebody basically was like, well, she was rude to this guy, and... Uh, and Peter Freeze added that person saying, quote, here's a bit of insight that I legitimately hope he, referring to the YouTuber, reflects on. She never asked for his feedback. On July 5th, Arianet co-founder Mike O'Brien posted the following in the Guild Wars 2 forum, quote, recently two of our employees failed to uphold our standards of communicating with players. Their attacks on the community were unacceptable. As a result, they're no longer with the company. What in the actual fucking hell? Are yeah, you dog. fucking kidding me? Yeah, Are dog. you fucking kidding they got, me? They got fired. They got fired because because she had the audacity to be like, I know what choice in a narrative game is. And he, wow. and he, all the other guy did was just go, she didn't ask for her advice? Yo, like, what the fucking, fuck? Yeah. Uh, hey, guess what? Uh, Guild Wars 2, I was getting super into RPGs lately. Don't correct me if I'm not an RPG. Bully the point. Perfect, yeah, perfect. Right. I was getting really into RPGs, RPGs lately. Guess what game I'm not going to play? Your fucking shitty little asshat game. Ugh. Jessica Price had been with the company for uh, a year. Peter Freeze had been there for 13. Wow. 13, okay. like... So, fuck... Everyone. That's so terrible. That's, that's ridiculous. So, that's so terrible. Neither of these people should have been fired. Neither, Neither of these people, people should have been fired. Spoken to. Not only that, but like, um, what what they're what they're also doing is trying to clearly like by firing both of them, like cause cause a wedge between them for no reason. Because I feel like. I don't think they those two people are pissed at each other. No, 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 no. I, I don't think they are. I think the company is like, oh, we're going to fire uh, you because you said this. And then, hey, you stuck up with her and you've been with the company for us for super long. You're gone, too. Fucking like, unbelievable. Like, to me, it just goes to show that games is a terrible place for, for women it's, and people will continue to make sucks. it even worse. Uh, yeah, this is this is bad. Um, Where it it's, is... it's also going to be a terrible place for um for for men who work there, but are also gonna the ones who are yeah. like, hey, let's treat people equally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is extremely clear that the most mo- that the most vocal critics of Price and Freeze were not making arguments in good faith. Uh, they were both uh, uh, accusing them of sexism, which uh, neither of those people were being. Um, they got they got fired. This is bad. This sets a very dangerous precedent. It means one uh, that the games industry has. Uh, I mean, like we already knew this, but has an unhealthy obsession with pleasing its most toxic fans, uh, and that two pleasing these people is a is a dangerous black and white binary. No disciplinary action was taken. No strike on a record. No sensitivity discussion. Or and like by the way, by the way, I want to make very clear. Like I I don't think that these people should have been talked to. I think that like what what probably should have happened was the company should have identified this gone oh th- these are a bunch of fucking gamer gators like people people on fucking twitter are still putting hashtag gamergate when they're like yeah fucking price got fired um wow they, they should have at- they should have been like hey come- we want to talk to you about this we are very sorry that this is happening um that you are being targeted and harassed or whatever um and and we w- just want you to know that we've got your back that's what should have happened in this scenario but it did not you know, there's this weird, and it's all of capitalist business. It's not just video games. Yeah. There's this weird sort of, like, dichotomy when it comes to consumers and employees who are both people 
and yet a company sees one as the be-all and end-all and the other as dirt, but it doesn't make sense because they're both important to maintaining the business practice. Why not treat them both like people? Like I never, like I, I never, it boggles my brain. Customers are dirt. Customers are like <laughs> they're the actual dirt. That's the thing. It's like and like but employees thing, are treated we're, we're, awfully. We are also consumers. Like we take things and uh, and and we frankly should be very grateful that people get up and perform labor for us, so that way we can enjoy things. Uh, certain aspects of life that uh, are unavailable to us before, like some sort of transaction. But I like well, it. Just it makes it's insane to me that to, like workers in Amazon are treated like awful, and well, it's publicly known. And yeah. Bezos still is like, la 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 la. Yeah. la I can't hear you. Uh, Eat the rich, use their bones for broth. Well, that's that's like to speak to your point about capitalism. Like th that's I think especially why in the games industry it's it's particularly noticeable because. I mean, yeah, obviously there are lots of like white supremacist film fans and sure, stuff. Sure, sure. But, but like we like the films, I don't think has like a Gamergate equivalent, which is just a. I mean, it's just a white nationalist movement, and capitalism is is ba is built on white nationalist colonial imperial structures. It, it is baked into the bones of capitalism, and and so in order to like maintain and sustain that system, it it uh it, like by nature uh will want to appeal to those elements of society and that's why it's such a like prevalent uh visible visible phenomenon in games it's it's crazy that like yeah no there's no music scene that like i mean like punk i guess but but it's not but also but it's so different the 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 notoriety the vocalness the like out there-ness of the games version. It feels version. less organized on such a massive scale. Yeah, but it also feels so much louder, and I think that's because you and I are both very online. Yeah. Um, also, like, by the way, during the same time frame, on, on July 4th, uh, a lead dev was doing the same unsolicited adding of another well-known female game dev, uh, Jennifer Sherrill, saying actually sexist things, like, quote, uh, GTFO with that rainbow flag waving and feminazism plez, uh, and quote women don't have the nerves to be a CEO and yet all these people who are like we just don't like sexism are nowhere to be found I know it's not particularly useful to point out the hypocrisy of these people but no it's one of the I, I disagree I think it's useful because it's it's if we forget once we'll forget again you yeah. know what I mean? Gotta keep being vocal. Uh, it is, yeah, it is not only ridiculous, it is dangerous that the reaction here was to fire targets of bad faith faux outrage. Uh, here's here's a sub, here's a quote from the subreddit. The, the guy uh, who posted this deleted it um, because it's, it's fucking dark. Creepy. Quote, we can probably fire anybody on the GW2 team as long as we make a big enough stink. Oh, which like right there right there he's like he's like yeah like it literally it was just about us shouting loud not actually having an ideology to stand behind continued quote nobody at arianet is safe from the hands of reddit we're literally running the company now they're in fear of the very users they seek to consort with by the way like he's not wrong quote and if the devs stop communicating we'll just go at their pr person and cut them down we actually play the game more than they'll ever be able to so as a community we probably know how to do their jobs better fucking shut the fuck up makes sense we don't we just don't have the mechanical skill they do 
again. Oh wait, hold on. Wouldn't that be the wait, isn't well, that the uh, like definition the funny of thing. a job is labor? It's your paradox there. Uh, oh, hey, I see. Christ. Oh, I see the problem with that sentence. You got a paradox leaking uh, all over the place, bro. You got to get that fixed up. All right. Uh, here is the end of the quote. The moment a dev steps out of line, or uh, oh, the moment a dev steps out of line or tries to talk back to a player, guess what? They'll know we got the, uh, their hands on their throat, and we can squeeze anytime we like. Talk shit, stop smiling, or do a bad job, lose your job. That's how it works at my dad's restaurant. Wow! A job isn't a right. It's an offer, and it can be rescinded at the drop of a hat. A job is not, that, it's not an offer. Uh, In a capitalist society, the only yeah, way for like, it to truly function is if a job is a right, but what do I fucking know? I'm just a smart person. I mean, like, literally for, like, society to function, a, a job is, is, like, not an offer. I mean, like, that's, that's like, that's, this is this we're, we're looking at it we're yeah. looking at what capitalism does right now yeah. which is alienating labor and and devalues the laborers to the point where this guy does not understand that like if you just got rid of people who like have the skills for labor that it would just crumble like if you just handed game dev to reddit which i they would love the games industry would collapse even faster than it already is like this is why we need unions. These these like these companies are run by capitalists. They are scared not of pissing people off, but of losing money. And like I said earlier, like they the, like white supremacy is built into the core functions of capitalism. They will always 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 bend the knee to people screaming the n-word on Reddit. The, we need unions because we are at it. I mean, like, I, 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 at always in capitalism, we are at a stage where labor is devalued and does not have the power and rights that it should have. Um, but we we need them, especially in these cases in the games industry, where we have such a vocal white nationalist uh, uh, like player base who clearly exerts control over these companies. We need bargaining rights for laborers because if we had a union, they could in step in here and say, whoa, 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 you can't just fucking fire somebody. You can't just fucking fire these two people. My hair's doing something silly, isn't it? It's like a little butt. You had, you had half of uh, Billy Lord and the Last Jedi bun going on. Yeah. There needs to be a collective force for labor that looks after its own and prevents capitalists from firing people who dare to challenge the status quo. Much luck to Jessica Price and Peter Freeze in their job hunt, and I hope this does not discourage them from dis from speaking their minds. Though I would understand if it did, and that is uh, unfortunately my story for this week. So sometimes we talk about bummer things like right wing cinema and this, uh, and we like to balance it out with a self care corner. We're, I'm gonna do both of ours because we're about to go to the beach. We're about to go to the beach. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Uh, it's gonna be so good. Yeah, we need get this wet gonna get a lot of salt in in all the crevices of my body yeah it's gonna be great for my skin and i'm gonna put sunscreen on hey everybody it's hot out there put sunscreen on. it's really hot where are we you are. listening to this during the winter it might still be hot climate change um go where oh so go to our plug section on the website everything you we'd want you to see is there all Major. everyone's like all across the whole network everyone's plugs check out everybody's stuff everyone we know is working on cool shit besides the network 
So I'm mm -hmm. plugging the plug section. Uh, MajorCastsNetwork.com. Uh, you can email us at MediaMajorsPodcast.com. I'm so sorry. We haven't done this. Shout out to, to Ben, who redesigned our website. Yes. It's fucking great. It, it looks, looks so really good. good. It's really professional. Um, um, and make sure to check out our newest show, We Are Experts. Yeah. It's very silly. A lot of fun. We think we need a sillier. We need sillier shows in this. Yeah. Because this show. Because this show is fucking depressing. Um... Rate and review the show on iTunes if you like it. And we'll shout you out if you do. As always, we'll be there.